Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's going to snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessing my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch. Okay, we be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Up, okay, like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay, so if you are in need of a safe space of like minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode where I am sharing with y'all a masterclass that I did last week that was so fire called How to Prep for Purpose. This masterclass was everything. And I want you to listen to the end where I introduce my program, Prescription for Vision. It is a six week coaching program that is going to start in September and it's going to end in November. If you are looking for help with preparing for next year, if you want to learn how to strategically plan and execute in purpose and you've wanted to work with me, sis, make sure that you listen until the end. Click the link in the show notes 
so that you can get signed up and I will see you in the program. So excited y'all for this class, for this masterclass. It's going to give what it's supposed to have gave, okay? I am really excited for a couple of reasons. First off, your girl's birthday is on Saturday. And so what an amazing way to get ready for the next year than to do what God has called me to do, which is to teach. So I'm super excited. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for joining me tonight. We're going to learn, learn tonight. Okay. So we are talking about how to prep for purpose. And this is something that I'm super passionate about because too many times we have these popular people who come in and they talk about your purpose and they inspire you, but they don't leave you with enough information to have any impact. And so that will not be our telltale tonight. Okay. I'm about the business. I'm trying to empower y'all so y'all can go do what God has called y'all to do because we can't do it ourselves. Thank y'all so much. So before we get started, I'm going to go over just our little itinerary for tonight. If you've ever done Bible study with me, y'all know I'm here for the shenanigans. I love to have a good time. So tonight, our kind of order is that I'm going to introduce myself. We're going to talk about how to prep for purpose. And then at the end, I'm going to share with y'all a new program that I am launching tonight to where we can help you guys prep for purpose. I'm going to detail it, but y'all, I'm so excited. I just want to share all the things. So we're going to get to the first order of business. First, me. Okay. I'm Dr. Charlotte Walker. If you don't know me, hey girl, welcome, welcome. I am a pediatric nurse practitioner by trade. I have a podcast called Goggles and Girl Talk. I'm a certified nonprofit consultant. I've had nursing businesses that I ran. Me and my sister had a six-figure nursing company that I ran right after I finished my bachelor's. I have my bachelor's, my master's, and my doctorate in nursing. Earlier this month, I just finished a certificate of biblical studies from Liberty University. I do all the things. So I tell y'all that because when I talk about operating in purpose, that is what God has had me doing, okay? When I teach y'all, I'm not speaking from someone who hasn't done the things that God has called her to do. Anything God tell me to do, I'm ready, set, go, okay? Getting ready to open a clinic. If you know, you know, I teach Bible study over at the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. And so God has really allowed me to put my hands to a lot of things. I've had the fortunate privilege of being able to see his fruit here on earth. And one thing that I want y'all to understand off the rip is that a lot of times we always talk about wanting to, I can't wait to get to heaven to see all the treasures that are stored up. That's amazing. That's great. But my Bible says that it can be on earth as it is in heaven. And so I'm trying to do both. Okay. Let me know in the comments if you're trying to do both. I'm trying to do both. I want to know what I have here. When I get to the streets that is paved with gold, I want to see what that's hitting on to. But while I'm here, I want on earth as it is in heaven. I want my life to reflect on earth as it is in heaven. I want to be able to walk in my full authority here. I want to walk in my purpose, right? Because at the end of the day, all of this stuff is well and good, all of the accolades. But at the end of the day, more important than anything else is that you hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done, my good and faithful servant. There are so many people who are out here doing the things and they are not going to hear a well done because they're not walking in obedience. And so when we talk about preparing for purpose, 
I want to give y'all the tools, the pillars, the framework, so you understand the assignment, okay? So when you leave here tonight, you have no reason, okay? Not name one reason. We're going to get in the Bible. It's going to be good. All the things are going to be great. Because just as God has allowed me to be able to go out and execute in purpose, he can do it for you and he will do it for you. There are too many of us that believe that the people that we see online, et cetera, et cetera, they are the only ones that have access. You do not need some kind of special anointing for God to hear your prayers. Girl, he made you too. You don't need some kind of special anointing or you don't have to pay somebody to give you access to God. He wants to talk to you. He knew you before you were formed. He knows the plans that he has for you. And we love to quote these things, but we have to do the work. We have to build the relationship. And so tonight we are going to talk about how to practically prepare for purpose. Now y'all know I love Jesus. So he's going to be up in the middle of everything that we do. Okay. Okay. If y'all still with me in the chat, go ahead and throw a seven in the chat. Let me know that y'all with me. Y'all understand what we about to do tonight. We're going to have a good time. I like to talk, so I need y'all to talk back to me in these comments because this is a conversation, okay? This is a much-needed conversation. So let me know off the rip, what is the biggest barrier that is keeping you from walking in your God-given purpose today? Today, what is the biggest barrier right now if you had this one thing, okay, you would be out here in these streets for the Lord. What is keeping you from doing what God has called you to do? So for some of us, it's accountability. Some of us may say resources. Some of us may say time. What is the biggest barrier that you have in doing what God has called you to today? Okay, somebody said resources. What resource? When we say resources, do you mean money? Yeah, I'm so excited. The Lord is pulling on me. So resources I see. What's keeping you from doing what God has called you to do? Accountability, I see. Some of us, we'd be struggling with consistency, child. Procrastination. Ooh, that's the one. I plan, but I struggle with executing. Come on. Imposter syndrome. Okay, y'all, let's deal with it. How many of y'all feel like you don't know your purpose? The what ifs. If you feel like you don't know your purpose, go ahead and put a three in the chat real quick because we're going to solve that problem tonight. We can't even move before we deal with that. If you feel like you don't even know what your purpose is, I want you to throw a three in the chat real quick so we can solve that. Okay, sis, we about to fix that real quick, real quick. Like the number one reason that most people don't complete things, one is that because we don't set, we don't even set goals. Okay. I want you to know first off that you are not by yourself because only 8% of people who set goals actually achieve them. Only 8%. So we're trying to be top 10, okay? Only 8% of people who set goals actually even achieve them. And only about 20% of the population even set goals. And of those 20%, eight is who actually runs this thing out. Yes. Okay. Trisha said, I don't know in what capacity I'm supposed to win souls. Okay. So the most common barrier to people walking in purpose is the fact that they feel like they don't know what it is. So I'm about to help you. This is it. Okay. Your questioning of God has to change because it's not a matter of what, it's a matter of how. 
So instead of us asking God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Because he's already given it to us. Okay. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. We all have the same purpose. I know people that don't sound good. It don't sound good in books, child, but Jesus said it. Okay. If you look in your Bible, this is in red text because Jesus said that we are supposed to go out, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them how to obey the commands. The real question is not what, but how. God, how do I use the gifts, the tools, the talents that you've given me to bring people back to you? And so too often we waste our time in prayer. When we're spending time with him, we're not saying, hey, I know that I really enjoy teaching. How can I utilize this gift to serve you? God, I know that you've allowed me to cook. How can I utilize this gift to serve you? God, I know that I'm good at painting. How can I utilize this gift to serve you? The mission is the same, but the method is different. And so once we start positioning from what, God, what is my purpose? Oh my God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Girl, it's for you to make disciples. That's not going to change. It may not feel cute. I know it may not be tweetable, but child, I'm on a mission to save souls. I'm out here trying to bring people over to follow Jesus, okay? That's my goal. That is why I was made, is to win as many people back over into the kingdom of God. And we have to make sure when we ask these questions that we know that we are going to get a response. We have to know that when we ask God, like I know for a fact, when you start diligently asking God, how do you want me to use the gifts that you have given me to serve you? I know he will give you an answer. Do you want to know how I know? I know because he said he would. But we have to make sure that we understand the stipulations, that we understand the undertone of what he's saying. God is a man that he shall not lie. That's in the book of Numbers, okay? 1123, I believe. He shall not lie. He's not the son of man that he shall change his mind and he shall not repent. So basically he said what he said. However, when we look in the book of James, the Bible tells us if we need wisdom, we are to ask God and he will give it to you, period. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask, your faith has to be in God alone. So if you are asking God, but you don't even believe that you're going to hear, you've already disqualified yourself. It says, do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea blown back and forth. This is that double minded. You are double minded man, unstable in all that you do. And you should expect to receive nothing, nothing, nothing from God. So if you feel like you've been asking God, God, how? Make sure you're asking the right question first. How do I utilize the gifts that you've given me to bring people into the knowledge of you and you don't feel like he is responding to you? Check and make sure that your faith is not misplaced. We have to do a faith check because he said that he would give you wisdom without rebuke. But when you ask, if your faith is not in him, you're double-minded, you're not going to get what you're supposed to have gave or gotten. And then the Bible even tells us that we are to ask. Ask, seek, and knock in Matthew 7. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Not you might, not probably. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened unto you. 
For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Who is left out of everyone? Not just your pastor, not just me, not just your grandmama and them, because you think they anointed everyone. But the minute we do it one day and we decide, you know what? He ain't said nothing to me, child. You know, I ain't heard nothing. So I ain't going to ask no more. And I'm going to go do what I feel like I want to do. But you're still feeling unfulfilled. You're still struggling. There's still a void. So when we talk about preparing for purpose, you first need to make sure that you understand the assignment. You need to make sure that you understand the assignment. And once you understand the assignment, once you have changed the question and you have sought God diligently in this, you had faith in this, because if you're out here and you have unforgiveness in your heart and you need to repent, because the first day that you knock, God may say, hey, I'm happy you're here, girl. There's some unforgiveness in your heart. Go forgive that person and then come back. Because I can't give you an assignment and you're in sin. Hey, girl, I need you to quit doing that first and then come back to me about your assignment. There's some issues that you may not get the answer that you want first. He's going to tell you to go deal with some stuff and then come back and holler at me. Because I need to make sure that you're prepared. So when we talk about preparing for purpose, please understand that it's not just you going out and, oh, you know what? I'm about to feed the homeless. Some of us are out here doing things that God has not called you to do, and you are doing them in his name. They'll say, I prophesied in your name. I've done all these things in your name. And he'll say, I never knew you. Depart from me. That is my worst nightmare. You don't know me because I'm going to be in your face. I'm going to be talking to you every day, every minute, every hour. Jesus, it's me again. What you doing? <laughs> I just wanted to talk. So some of us are on assignment. And you think that you're doing things for the Lord, but you're really doing them. You're serving yourself because it makes you feel good. You ain't talked to God in 15, 11 days. And so you don't even know if you're walking in purpose. So this isn't about being busy. It's about being about our father's business. I do not need to be busy. I need to be about my father's business. He is not calling everybody to go to Africa. He wants you to mentor them kids that's in your neighborhood that you know will be down the wrong path if nobody intervenes. But because that doesn't have lights, camera, action, a platform, you can't tweet it, and it's not on Instagram, we will decline the assignment. And so you're never going to reach the full potential of your purpose because you aren't even faithful over a few. So how is he going to entrust you with much? Tanisha said, in the kids in our home. Yes. You ministering to people in the street, but you nasty to your husband. If we ask your kids right now what it was like to have you as a parent, what would they say? Because some of our curated Instagram feeds, the math ain't mathing with the life that you live. And so you may be able to fool us. You may be able to cover from us, but we can't cover from God. So before he entrusts you with his people, your heart has to be right. You have to have the right assignment. And there's no getting past this. I think too often, especially in these spaces, we are looking for some kind of quick fix. I want you to understand two things. One, God is simple. His word says what it says. He is simple. He is not asking things out of us that are not possible. Because my Bible says all things are possible with him. He is simple. But simplicity and being easy are not the same. 
If you want to lose weight, you work out, you eat right. Simple enough, but it's not easy. It's actually pretty ghetto. And so what happens is when things don't come easy for us, we decide we're not doing it. Oh, this can't be God because it's hard. What, girl? The math ain't mathing. No, the fact that it is hard, the fact that it is stretching you and increasing your capacity is letting you know that it is God. When there is resistance, God is there. And we decide we run because we're looking for ease. We are not looking for God because it's not easy. This is not easy. All those accolades and degrees and all the, every time I went, every degree, when I was in my bachelor's program, my grandma got diagnosed with cancer, got a mastectomy, almost died because they didn't stop her blood thinners. In my master's program, God had me move halfway across the country with my husband on Struggle Bus City, got here. The hospital told me they were going to have my clinical hours set up. They were not set up. The day that I was like, well, God, I guess I'm sitting out this semester, a place called and said that they had a position for me to do my clinical hours. I was driving an hour and a half one way. My doctorate program, both of my parents got COVID at the same time and almost died. Y'all think it wasn't God? (laughs) If I would have quit. So it's not ease. It's simplicity. I went for this biblical study certificate. I got sick this time. Great. But God has carried me to the finish line. It is not about it being easy. Purpose is not easy. So if you're looking for ease, the rest of this ain't going to be for you. And I love you enough to tell you that. We're going to quit letting these people hype us up to do nothing. No. If you were looking for this to be easy, sis, this ain't it. This ain't the one for you. We got to start there. Because when you are walking with God and in your purpose, you are going to literally face hell because the enemy is going to try to keep you from doing everything that God has called you to do. That's the price of admission, okay? Once we understand that, I want you to understand the next thing that is keeping you from walking in your purpose. The thing that you need, your missing piece, is strategic execution, okay? Now, let's take a look at this. I want to first talk about what it means to be strategic. Strategy, by definition, is the skill of applying one or more ideas or principles utilized to reach an intended result or goal. I'm going to throw it in the chat. Strategy is the skill of applying one or more ideas or principles utilized to reach an intended goal. When you are out here doing stuff, some of us just be doing that. We just be doing stuff. Girl, what? <laughs> how, does this, how does this add up with what you're trying to do? Now, you know, I just decided, you know, it sounded like a good idea. So, you know, everybody else, they out here going live and doing ASMR on TikTok, making weird noises on these people's internet at all times of night. So I just decided that I was going to do that too. Okay, how is that adding up with what you're trying to do overall, though? It doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. And I want us to take a look at Ephesians 15, 5 through 6. And it says, so then be careful how you walk. Be careful how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Now, if you've never done Bible study with me, I want you to know that I study the whole Bible. And when I say the whole Bible, I mean every piece 
So let's take this even further. We're going to look at the word careful in the scripture. The word careful in the scripture in the Greek, this word akrobos, it means this. You are even more accurate because you've researched it down to the finest detail, factually precise, gaining exact information with the highest level of accuracy and is acquired by probing investigation to provide a comprehensive and precise view in strict adherence to the facts. Long story short, do you have receipts to explain why you're doing what you're doing? See, now for me, I was taught this because I'm a nurse. So whenever I make a decision, I need to have what's called a rationale. I can't just be doing stuff. I can't just walk into the office and decide, you know what? I think I'm going to give this one baby a shot. (laughs) I think I'm going to do this, this, and that. No, I need to be able to explain, hey, this baby had a fever. We gave them Tylenol. The fever didn't come down. So I doubled back with Motrin. I need to be precise as to why I did this. But too often, we do not have any strategy. Even if you get the word from God, you just get up and gets to going. But if you look at when he told Noah to build the ark, when you look at when he told Solomon to build the temple, the instructions are so precise, it is insane. He took this many cubits, that many cubits, use this material here, use that material there. And because my God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore, if he will do it for them, he would not send me out without giving me instruction. Matter of fact, Joshua 1.8 says, study this book of instruction and then you will be successful in all that you do. We ignore the and then part. We just want to be successful in all that we do. We ain't study God's word, not for one second. But we'll get into that. So you have to strategically execute. You have to strategically execute. Strategic execution is what you are missing. You have no strategy. So you're not going to walk in purpose. You just walk in somewhere. You're just out here (laughs) doing stuff, but you're not seeing real progress. And so we have to make sure that we understand strategic execution. So we've talked strategy. Let's talk about execution. This is the one that be busting us upside our head. Okay. Execution means that you actually have to do the stuff, sis. Okay. It's fun. When you first start school, yeah, I got my acceptance letter into school. Everybody's giving you all your little dopamine hits because they're giving you your likes and your shares. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. Great. Semester two, when the papers are still due and nobody's cheering you on and it's ghetto and it's not new anymore, you have to keep going. Execution. I don't know why. I feel like sometimes we underestimate the fact that God just wants you to like, get off your face and go do what I said. And don't come and pray and ask me not one more thing. Don't ask me nothing else. You haven't done the last thing. We love to quote Habakkuk 2 to write the vision and make it plain. We love that part. It's great for us. However, <laughs> the rest of it is that we give it to the runner. So that person can run with it. Ain't none of us trying to run My Bible says, commit your actions to God, your actions, your actions, not your money, not nothing else. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. If you feel like your plans are not succeeding, have you committed your actions? What actions are you doing? Are they the actions that God has called you to do? Or are you just doing stuff? 
guarantee you the action is not for you to be scrolling on TikTok for three hours. I guarantee you that's not the action. When you look at the scripture in the Hebrew, it talks about this being a work, a deed, what to do, to make. These are all things that you have to do. Luke 10 and 2 says that the harvest is plentiful. That means it's things to be had out here. God don't run out. He don't run out of love, grace, treasures. The streets are paved with gold. God does not run out. But the workers are few. It's not God. It's us. The people that are committed to doing the work, there's not enough of them. There's not enough people who are committed. When you look at this in the Greek, they're not committed. They're not going out and doing and accomplishing what God has called them to accomplish. A worker is someone who accomplishes something. They carry out or complete their intended purpose. By definition, that's what a worker means in the Greek. So I want you to understand that you have to execute. If you're ready to execute, I want you to put a four in the chat. I know I'm coming in hot, sis, but I just want us the next year. We ain't having this. We're going to get ready to plan right now. Some of y'all wait till December and we already behind. No, 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 no. We are going to strategically execute and we are going to do everything that God has called us to do. Okay. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Audible. Y'all, I absolutely love Audible. One of my goals this year was to read more books. And honestly, it's just difficult with my schedule, with me just being busy and just honestly not having the attention span to be able to sit down and read books. But Audible has come to my rescue. I have been enjoying Audible really for a number of years, but recently have been just really taking advantage of the app. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from bestsellers to new releases, celebrity memoirs, I'm talking motivation, wellness, um, spiritual business. And what I love is that oftentimes Audible will have the top celebrities or experts reading their books in their own words. Barack's The Promised Land is chef's kiss fire, listening to him discuss all of the challenges that he faced during his presidency. I also love that every month I'm able to select one new title to bring into my library. And so it gives me the option to to read and experience books that I may not have experienced picking them up myself. The Audible app makes it so easy to listen anytime, anywhere. I listen on a plane. I've listened literally this morning, listening to Atomic Habits as I'm working out. It has been amazing. And new members get to experience Audible for 30 days for free. So if you want to elevate your life through books, okay, don't have me start singing reading rainbows. You want to go over to www.audible.com audibletrial.com slash G-G-G-T, like God Goes and Girl Talk, to start your 30-day free trial today. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com slash G-G-G-T to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Now, before we hop into this, I want you to understand that the first thing that you have to do is you have to shift your mindset. This is how you're going to be able to focus on strategic execution, okay? First, you have to change your focus. Here's what happens. You start doing the stuff, allegedly, okay? And I mean that allegedly in love. You start doing the things. You don't see results, so you quit. However, 
If you spent more time tracking your consistency in doing the thing, if you said, I'm going to work out five days a week and you hitting the five days was what you focused on, the results will come because you do not have control over how many pounds are going to drop, but you do have control over how much time you are going to spend going to the gym, how much time you spend working out, what you put in your mouth. You have control over those things. And too often we only measure the results or the lack thereof, but the plan that you built, you will throw it out the window if you have one even. We throw it out the window, oh, because this plan ain't working. No, boo, you're not working. You're not doing the work. And so you want to plan, replan, do the plan over. You're not even doing the plan. So we have to commit to being more focused on the execution and not hyper-focusing on the results. Because we commit our actions to God and he makes sure that the plan succeeds. You're feeling overwhelmed because you're taking on a burden that does not belong to you. The results are not your problem. The results are not your job. You and God cannot both be God. So we have to make a decision here. Your job is to show up and to do the work. You commit your actions and the plans will succeed. You have to commit your actions. So you're busy trying to track results. And if you're not seeing the results that you want, let's go back to the actions. Are you giving what you're supposed to have, Dave? Because my God never fails. And so if he says that your plans are going to succeed and the plans aren't succeeding, that means we have an execution problem. And so in this scripture here in 2 Kings 13, 14 through 19, there's a story about a king. The prophet tells him to strike the ground. He only struck the ground three times. He said, if you would have struck six, you would have won the war. But since you didn't continue to strike the ground, you're going to lose. You're going to win three times, but you're going to lose. You're going to win three battles and lose the whole war because you stopped striking the ground. Strike the ground again. If Noah had got instructions to build the boat and he stopped, well, I don't see no rain, so I ain't about to finish building this ark. That's a whole different story. What? I don't see no rain, so the boat just ain't going to get finished. No, you do what God says to do, and then the plans will succeed. And then the prophecy will come to pass. God has called me to be a nurse. If I had never went to nursing school, guess what would not have happened? So some of y'all have been given words and God has told y'all that you have a call in your life in X, Y, and Z. You heard it. You got hyped up. It felt good in your shanana. And then you didn't do nothing with it. God said, I'm going to be a nurse. And then I don't enroll in nursing school. And then I don't do the financial aid paperwork. And then I don't do the homework. Then I'm not going to be a nurse. (laughs) You have the prophecy, the word from God. It requires your obedience. Y'all put that in the chat. My obedience is required. My commitment is required. When Saul decided that he wanted to be in charge of the results, the king, and he gave a sacrifice when he wasn't supposed to give a sacrifice, he was still in position, but had lost the anointing of God. So he was still a king, but now you being tormented by a spirit because you out of position and out of order and you disobedient because your obedience is better than your sacrifice. The obedience to God's word is what's required. The commitment. Jacob said, I won't let go until you bless me. I'm not letting go until you bless me. I'm going to keep showing up because God, you said so. Because I'm going to keep striking the ground until I get everything that Jesus died for me to have. You want to talk about walking in purpose? Your obedience is required. Your commitment is required. I can't give it to you. You have to have the vision that God gives. Write the vision, make it plain. That vision has to be so personal to you. It has to be so personal to you that you are willing to show up and do the work no matter what. So we have to ask ourselves, what is really driving us? 
Is the vision my vision or God's? If you don't feel attached to the vision, then you need to go back and make sure that you've gotten it from God. Because the vision that God has given me, it's personal. This is personal to me. This whole thing God got me building, it's personal. Because there's too many souls out here going to hell because the labor is plentiful, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So I'm trying to prepare workers because I ain't doing this by myself. God, that's right, Deborah. God is going to use it all. The pivot is for positioning. Look at Joseph. God gave him the vision. He was in a pit. He was in prison. Then he went to the palace. But along the way, every crumb God used. And when you read in Genesis, the story of Joseph, the Bible says everything he put his hand to produced. Why? Because he committed his actions to God. Were the situations always favorable? Nope. Did Potiphar's wife lie on him and steal his draws? Yup. Sure did. Did that end him up in jail? Mm-hmm. It sure did. Did he prosper in prison? Yes, he did. Did he still make it to the palace after that? Uh-huh. We have to really make sure that you really want purpose, okay? Now, when we talk about preparing for purpose, I want to give y'all the framework for success, okay? This the sauce. The S is for sauces. Here's the sauce. You need four things. First, you need the supernatural. When I say supernatural, I want to be very clear that I mean God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Everything else, miss me. That's demonic. If it ain't God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, sis, it's the devil, period. Sage, crystals, all of that. So when I say you need the supernatural, I mean God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, okay? Y'all understand? Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Don't be out here messing around with stuff you ain't got no business messing in, sis. The supernatural, that is the first piece of this. Next, you need self-examination and awareness. You need to be able to self-examine. You know what? I'm not a morning person. (laughs) I work night shift. My preferred shift is night, okay? Night shift is the right shift is what I used to joke and say. So there are things, challenges, we are all uniquely made. There are things that you have working against you that you need to be aware of. Sis, if you know that you like little Debbie snacks and God is telling you to lose weight, quit buying Debbie, quit bringing her to your house. That's self-awareness. It's not the devil why you're not losing weight. It's your decisions to be in a relationship with little Debbie. That's what it is. You have to be aware of the things that you have going on. Is this realistic for me? So self-awareness is the second piece of this. Third, stewardship. And we're going to talk about it. And then the last piece is strategy. Do y'all understand the sauce? Okay. The supernatural, self-awareness and self-examination, stewardship and strategy. Put an S in the chat if you got the sauce. Because once we get the sauce, we about to break this thing down and we're going to land the plane. Okay. So when we start talking about the sauce, you know what it is. This is what you need. Shawnee said, this is good and meaty. Look, I'm telling y'all, I'm always give what I'm supposed to have gave because God told me to. Period. All right. Part number one. Here we go. The first thing that you need to understand is that you have to have purposeful prayer and study. Okay. I didn't even put Joshua 1 8 up here where it says, study this book of instruction day and night, meditate on it, let it get in there, and then you will have success. But we have to talk about the number one reason people are not walking in purpose. And that reason is because there are too many people who call themselves Christians and followers of Jesus Christ of Nazareth who are biblically illiterate. Biblical illiteracy is taking us out. It is the number one reason why you do not have success. It is the number one reason because too many people have moved from being content because the Bible tells us to be content. Too many of us went from being content to complacent. And I don't like it. I don't 
don't like. We need to be content, but not complacent. So y'all watching anybody church, they saying whatever to you, you just taking it as the gospel truth because they don't really be teaching the gospel and they know who they are. And you know who they are because we have all experienced one of they, but you just take it. My Bible says to study and show myself approved. So a lot of us have experienced church hurt and pain and all of this. And to a certain degree, yes, God is going to deal with these people who are out here abusing his sheep. However, sus, you're not in your Bible to know that you're being taken advantage of. You're not in your Bible and talk to God enough to know that you have, you need to use your discernment because this is a cult. It's not a church. And so, yes, they are responsible. And also you have a degree of responsibility because you're not using your wisdom. You're not studying, showing yourself approved. My Bible says that people perish for lack of knowledge, not lack of prayers, not lack of fasting, not lack of anointing knowledge. Other translations say you don't know that my people perish because they do not know me, me being God. So the number one thing that you need to make sure that you are doing is having purposeful prayer and study. Please realize that I said study and not read. Them little five minute blips of the YouVersion Bible app ain't hitting, sis. It's not giving. You don't even remember the one from this morning and you looked at it. No, you need to study. Okay. I got a black mama. She used to, the way you know them songs, the way you know the lyrics to them songs. You better know, you better know the Lord. You better know his word. I may not always know where it's at, but I know what's in there. It's hidden in my heart. Study and show that self-approved. I know what's in there, child. You can check me on that. Now, the location, now I'm going to get to it. But I know that it's in there. You have to study. That is the supernatural piece. God is not withholding anything from us. We don't want to do the work to access Seek ye first the kingdom of God and live righteously. No, we ain't gonna skirt past that. And live righteously. How is you living, sis, asking for your purpose? You still over there at Ray Ray House doing whatever you want to do? Crying about it at church at altar call and then going back over there to my y'all doing brunch? Okay, okay. Because after that, it's the end. He will give you everything you need. Seek his kingdom and live righteously. Holiness and righteousness is still right. We can't act and do whatever we want because we are God's people. Never said worry about yourself. Yes, man, we need to worry about ourselves. We need to stop getting in God's business. This is the key. This is the supernatural. Purposeful prayer. The prayers of the righteous availeth much. Not just anybody's prayer. The prayers of the righteous availeth much. You out here living wicked and you think that God is out here listening to you? He's not. <laughs> He's not. He's not. People don't like that, but he ain't. He's not. Proverbs 15, 29. The Lord is far from the wicked, but here's the prayers of the righteous. Y'all better read your Bible because it's in there. If you're not living righteously, he don't even hear you. Repent. Then come back and holler at your boy. Okay? So purposeful prayer and study. That is the first P. That's our P in prep, okay? Purposeful prayer and study. Next, reflection. This is that self-examination, okay? The Bible says, examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves, not ask somebody else to do it. And here I'm about to get on y'all about accountability, okay? True accountability requires ownership of choice. A lot of times people are like, I need somebody to hold me accountable or will say something like, oh, I'm about to hold them accountable for what they did. That's not accountability. That's consequence. Those are two different things. 
Nobody had to tell me, Sharla, you need to get your presentation and study for your message tonight. None of y'all had to tell me to do that. Nobody had to hit me up. Hey, girl, you got done what you need to get done? No, it, it was getting done because I had this vision that God gave me. I understood the assignment. I accepted it. And so this is a priority. I made the choice to make sure that I showed up in a way that was pleasing to my father. True accountability requires ownership of choice. Y'all don't be wanting accountability. Y'all be wanting people to give y'all consequences. And I'm not, I'm not your parents. Now I can support you. I can encourage you. I can pray with and for you, but that's not accountability. Accountability comes from you. I have a trainer. We work out together. She'd be killing me. But the real accountability is when I don't eat the mess that I know I have no business because I'm just undoing the work. When I go, oh, I really want a soda, but I'm not going to drink one. You know how much exercise it takes for me to, to undo that? Accountability. I'm owning my choices. We get three things in life. Choices, decisions, consequences. That's the real CDC. Choices, decisions, consequences. The choices, there's always options. Your decision, God is a God of free will. Okay. The consequences, those are out of your control. Choices, decisions, consequences. The first two parts, you have free will over, but you can't control consequences. God told you not to go somewhere. He told you not to get with that man. And now he, you done walked in and you found him with somebody that he ain't supposed to be with. You done got mad. Now you done first 48ed him and now you in jail. You had a choice. You made decisions and here's the consequence. And that's unfortunate unfortunate. So we have to have a level of self-reflection. We have to be accountable to ourselves. Is your word to God not enough? In Ecclesiastes, it says some of us need to quit making vows to God because we be lying. Oh God, if you just get me out of this one more time and you run right back to one more time, you are accountable. When we stand at judgment, Hold on, let me find the scripture in Romans in Romans 4.10, because I wrote it down. When we stand for judgment, I'm not going to be with you. Ain't no partners in the line, sis. Ain't not man partners in the line when you're going to be held accountable. Ain't, there's nobody there but us. <laughs> we will each be held accountable, each of us individually. So if you're not willing to give God your word and stick to it, then we just don't have no hope. <laughs> We, we don't have any hope for that. Accountability by definition is the ability to make a statement explaining your conduct. That's accountability. So I can't hold you accountable because you have to explain your conduct, not me to furnish a justifying analysis or explanation. That's what accountability means by definition. It's not that I make you do things that you don't want to do. A consequence is a result. And so too often we're looking for results, but we don't want to justify our own conduct and our own actions. Well, have you worked out and been eating good? Or are you still going to Chick-fil-A and trying to call it blessed because they love Jesus? Explain yourself. We have to make sure that we accept the responsibility for ourselves. We accept the responsibility for ourselves. And I love Chick-fil-A. I want y'all to know that. It's blessed because they love the Lord. In Romans, it's not Romans 4, 12. It's Romans 14 and 12. It says, so then each one of us will give an account of himself of God or to God. Each one of us will give an account of himself to God. Well, you know, my partner, she was supposed to hold me accountable with God. No, 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 no. Accountability is you accepting your own choices and decisions, okay? So our reflection, you need it, do it often. We want accountability, then you need to sit before God. Accountability starts with you. The next, E, evaluation, okay? You need to count the cost of what you're asking for. When we talk about our resources, I want you to know that God has provided you with everything that you need to do what you've been called to do today. 
God's not giving you more money, sis, because you're not a good steward with the money that he's giving you. So whether it's 100000 or 100 you're going to blow it regardless. So until you show him that you can be a good steward, ain't no more. Steward well over what I've given you. This is not just money. Where is your time going? TikTok. I'm talking to me. God, I can't find time to start working on my business plan. You found two hours to scroll today. I'm confusion. You found the time to do that because we prioritize what's important. So let's take a true evaluation over how we're stewarding what God has already given us. Quit asking for him to put more food on your plate and you ain't ate what you got on there. When we talk about evaluation of your resources, okay, we'll do a budget. Some of us need to take a financial literacy class. You want to talk about walking in purpose? God, I know I don't know how to, I know I don't know how to use money. I know that this is something that has been a generational curse in my family, living paycheck to paycheck. The internet is free. And our, at our big age with Beyonce's internet, y'all telling me that we can't figure these things out. Because my God took two fish and five loaves and fed everybody. So you have what you need. He fed the multitudes. You have what you need to get started. But too many of us, like the person in the parable of the talents, because you're afraid, you bury the one thing that you have. You're not willing to get up early. You're not willing to stay up a little bit late. I just don't have the time. Okay, let's do a true evaluation of our current resources and ask ourselves if we're really stewarding everything that God has given us well. That if he came and looked us in our face, we would not be able to produce. Nah, God, what you're asking me is impossible. Not so, not so. (laughs) That was for me. Look, sis. And I'm not telling y'all something I haven't done or I haven't had to do. Pray for y'all leaders. We be stressed when you're doing it the right way. (laughs) No, you can't get your nails done every two weeks and you trying to buy a house. No. No, you can learn how to do your own nails if it's really that important to you. But there's going to be a season where there's going to be some sacrifices for the sake of stewardship. I gave up getting my nails done because it was important for me to be a manager of my home and making sure my house was getting clean. And so I took that money while I was in school and doing all of the things. And I I got help. I paid for help. I had to find it. Some things had to get cut. So if you're wearing braids, faithfully. But the help that I need, I receive. And so it's allowing me to serve and do what God has called me to do. We don't like that part. Stewardship evaluate your resources. I was the queen of micros in nursing school, baby. I kept some micros. I'm gonna spend this 200 one good time. Me and my edges graduated. Now look, the last piece of this is planning. This is the strategy. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. How many of y'all trying to live in poverty? That's not for me. That's not my call. Planning. How many of y'all are planning? I want you to know that true success and greatness will not happen in front of the audience. Y'all seeing me with doctor in front of my name? That didn't happen in front of y'all. That happened because I was walking with God and I was strategically planning and executing. The doctor and the degrees is just recognition. It's just a response of the great. You're getting to see the work that God has been doing in me for years. Y'all know how many years of school? I started nursing school. I was 17. I will be 32 on Saturday. I finished with my doctorate last year. Do you know how much school I have been in? So the DR in the front, child, I've been working on that. Like, you're just getting to see this part. But the greatness was established back then. Everybody says that they're looking for balance. Balance is a myth. It's a lie. You need to prioritize. 
And when the balance that you say that you want is not going to happen passively, you have to be an active participant in walking in purpose. You have to be an active participant in living the life that God has called for you to have. You have to be an active participant in building the thing that God said. Noah had to actively build the boat. Solomon had to actively build the temple. You have to intentionally prioritize everything because everything is not of equal importance. So it can be done. You just have to figure out what's truly important. Things have to be readjusted for the season because each season has its own requirements. What I did at undergrad didn't work when I went for my doctorate. So you have to continually plan, okay? So purposeful prayer and strategy, that's P. R, you need to reflect. E, you need to evaluate on your resources. The last P is planning. This is how you prep for purpose. Okay. Now, before we hop into me telling y'all about my program, do y'all have any questions? Did this help y'all? Do not start planning for 2023 at Christmas. That's not going to work out well for you. I want y'all to succeed regardless. Any questions? Okay. Y'all are so welcome. Now, if you are interested in us walking through the planning, okay? I am helping a group of women plan. We are going to spend the next little bit of time talking about my prescription for vision planning and strategic coaching program, okay? We launch September 29th, and I want to show y'all everything that's included. So we have six weeks, and really it's eight, let's be for real, okay? Because I am me. So it's six-ish weeks, because we have orientation week and a wrap week, where we are going to walk through you planning for purpose. You will be planned out for 2023, okay? We're going to talk about life design. We're going to talk about getting your vision and your assignment. I'm going to teach you about objectives and key results, how to build order strategy and systems, overcoming self-sabotage, examining and how to hear from God, your identity. We're going to talk about time management, stewardship. We're going to set goals, strategy, and benchmark. And we're going to do strategy development and evaluation planning. And you can't see because it got cut off. And talk about strategic warfare. Okay. So this is like legitimate coaching. We doing work. Okay. Work. You get daily quiet prompts. You're going to have learning modules. We're going to meet every week. We'll be fasting every Friday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You're going to have a designated purpose partner. Y'all can get together and pray every day, Monday through Friday. We will have an exclusive community, an app where you're going to get daily quiet time reminders. You're going to be logging your stuff. You're going to be logging your sleep, how much you walk in, how much water you drink in, because we're doing the things. Our body is supposed to prosper as our soul prospers. So the program, there's two options for the program. The first is if you just want to be a part of the program. If you want to just be a part of the program, you can join the program for $849 for the six weeks. Now, I love to meet people in person. So the second option is for you to do the program with the optional retreat. The retreat is going to be in Tampa, Florida. Okay, with me, they, we will have guest speakers. So the retreat will be from November 11th through the 13th. We will have guest speakers, which I'm very excited about. Tatum to me is going to be coming. She's going to teach us how to be uncompromising. Kyla's going to talk to us about organizing our thoughts. Kyla did an organize my thought session with me, y'all, and she she changed my life. Okay, changed my life. So here's what I'm doing. I told y'all my birthday's coming up. If you're interested in the program, I put the link in the chat. There are payment plans available. 
And if you sign up by Sunday at 11.59 p.m., you will get an additional program called Purpose Partners, where we are going to walk through the first 12 weeks of 2023 together for the same price. So I pray that y'all are ready, fired up. It's going to be work. That's six weeks. We are going to do a lot of work and you are going to be ready. But I promise you, you want the first 12 weeks of 2023 just to get back into the swing of things. Okay. So let me know if y'all have any questions. Y'all can sign up with the link that I dropped here over at mypurposerx.com. There are payment plans available. I want y'all to do the retreat so we can have fun in Tampa because the retreat, we are retreating. Okay. We're going to do a lot of work. It's going to be a whole lot of stuff. We're going to come in, have our guest speakers, but we're also just going to fellowship and enjoy one another as well. We don't talk about that part. Rest is also a part of this. Okay. So any questions? Birthday deal is good until Sunday at 11.59 p.m. Any questions about anything that we talked about? Y'all are so welcome. Thank y'all for spending y'all's evening with me. Y'all are so welcome. All right, y'all. So I hope to see y'all and work with y'all in the prescription for vision program. It's going to be phenomenal. If y'all don't have any questions, I'm going to let y'all go. You're so, so welcome. Even with this, I wanted to make sure y'all were still prepared, okay? Like y'all can still take what I've given and do the things. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great night and I will see y'all in the program. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by GrantStation. GrantStation is your fast track to funding, and it is a dynamic tool to help nonprofit organizations find grant opportunities, build strong grant programs, and they literally walk you through writing a grant proposal. I love Grant Station, okay? They have some amazing tools and resources that literally changed the game for our organization. The first time I wrote a grant, I got a 35 out of 100. What? <laughs> I was like, I don't get ifs. After using the tools and resources at GrantStation, my last grant proposal came back and I had an 89 out of 100 and we were in the final considerations for a substantial federal grant. I absolutely love GrantStation. One of my favorite features about GrantStation is that they walk you through their R3 system, which is revenue, review, and report. And the process ensures that your organization is not only ready to receive the grant, but able to properly manage the grant as well. Listeners of this podcast can start finding and securing grants through our exclusive partnership with GrantStation. I want you to use the link in the show notes to get access to our GrantStation databases, training, resources, and more for only $95 for the year. Y'all, $95 for the year. Now look, my first year with GrantStation, we made almost $200, okay? I think the membership is like $170 a year. Using our discount code, you are able to secure it for $95. So if you are ready to get your startup working towards securing grant funding, make sure that you click the link in the show notes and sign up for GrantStation today. GrantStation, your fast track to funding. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, 
Continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.